Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here is your host, Glenise. Hello and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. So this week's show is how to always know what you would like. Now this is something that I hear so much from clients, class participants, friends, family. Everybody has this idea that if they know exactly what they would like, then they would go and create it. And I'm going to do a little bit of a spoiler alert. I might have misled you with the title. <laughs> now, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't hit stop. Don't be mad at me. Just just hold on, you know, just hold on. Because honestly, guys, there's never a way to know until you choose. And, and it's the choice that creates the awareness. So really, ultimately, the way to always know what you would like is to choose something, choose anything in a lot of cases, and then you'll have the awareness. It may not be what you just chose, but by choosing that, you will then have the awareness that it is that or it isn't that. You know, I, I look at my, my life. I mean, when I graduated from high school, I had paid for a two-week uh, radio DJ. I was going to become a radio DJ. Imagine that. Now I'm a radio host. Hmm, I wonder. Anyway, I was going to do this two-week program and then go and work in the radio world. And if you would have asked me back then, I had it all figured out. I knew exactly what I wanted to do and probably would have even said, like, I know exactly what will make me happy. Like, I would have had all of those, like, this is the answer. That's basically what it is. This is the answer. And then, I don't know how early I prepaid. Let's say I paid at the you know, beginning of that year and the, the course was in July. So then I moved right on the day that I graduated. I moved up to Saskatoon to take the class. And within, I don't even know if it was a week of being there, and I'm pretty sure it was like a week or two before the course started, I had the awareness and I wouldn't have used the word back then, awareness, but I just knew, I actually just woke up one morning and I knew not to take that class. It wasn't, it wasn't it. Now, was I wrong in choosing it in the first place? Not at all. It was that choice and me choosing it that gifted me the awareness as the time was approaching that it wasn't going to work for me. Now, I had prepaid. So when we do this sort of stuff, we also have to be willing for all of that. We willing to lose the money. I mean, I did get my money back. I don't, I mean, it's been so many years now. I don't recall the specifics of it, but I got my money back and I knew. So when I woke up that morning, I knew not that I knew I was, which is funny. I was going to become a, a psychiatric nurse. I just knew that. So, Okay. Now I got my money back. Now psychiatric nursing, at least back then, you had to apply um, basically in September for the following year. So now my entire plan had changed because my plan was go to the radio DJ and then go somewhere in the world and work as a radio DJ. So now I'm looking at another year in Saskatoon, basically before I can start my, my psychiatric nursing training. And there wasn't even a guarantee that I would get in. So all of those choices and just chose and chose. So then got in, went to that. I did that for many years and then knew that wasn't it anymore. And so then I chose again. And we could look at my business of, you know, I chose again and again and again and again. And I don't share like this as though I did it right. Believe, believe me. 
<laughs> That's not where this is coming from. But just to give you an idea of like, if I would have stuck with what I would have thought I knew, I would be a radio DJ somewhere right now. And it may not be, you know, quite the same as a radio show host. And maybe it would be, who knows? But it's like, we don't ever know that. We don't ever know. We have an idea or we have a preference or we have uh, something we're, we're creating or we'd like to be creating. Like we have that and we're going towards it. And every one of those choices is what will create the awareness. So I chose psychiatric nursing. I had the awareness to take it. I, you know, did it, followed through, graduated, uh, and then, be, you know, did the, the role of it for, for years. And then it just wasn't it anymore. And so if you're willing to choose, that's actually how you would always know what you would like. Because ultimately, it's through the choosing of things. Now, where I see most people who are talking about this sort of stuff or asking about this is that they're not willing to choose until they know. But it is the one of the biggest distractions on the planet. Because it's like you're sitting in your car and you've got one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. You actually have to choose to know what you would like. And if you look at, you know, again, my history, you also have to be willing to lose money you have to be willing to not have it work out. Again, it was a pretty high standards to get into psychiatric nursing back then. Maybe there still are. Maybe they're higher now. I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't have the best marks. So, you know, I had to risk. I had to work for a year at a taco time. Uh, you know, like all of that stuff to to choose. And, I mean, honestly again, kind of going back to when I was looking at changing from psychiatric nursing and starting my business, that was a real struggle for me in the sense that I had paid, now this is probably going to be funny to some of you, but I had paid, I had a $30,000 student loan uh, to pay back. And, you know, so I mean, it cost me $30,000 to go to school for two years, which probably for a lot of people, that's not even a month nowadays. Uh, but that's what it cost me back then. And so I wasn't even finished paying that loan by the time I wasn't going to be, and I'm using air quotes, a psychiatric nurse anymore. And yet I chose it anyway. And it contributed and it created the life. And then, you know, okay, so then I started with Reiki and then in my business. And then I started with clinical hypnotherapy. And then I added and I added and I subtracted the things that weren't fun. And I added more things that were fun and I subtracted things. And then I started studying access in 2011 and I didn't, you know, now my business is a hundred percent access. Like, so it's like, it's that dance choose and choose and change and choose and change and change and choose and choose. And like where we're looking for this definitive, like when I know what I would like, I'll choose it. It's impossible to know what you would like until you choose it. And of course, we can use the tools from Access, which I use all the time. My two favorite when I'm making a choice is truth. If I choose this, whatever this is, will it create the future I desire or decay the future I desire? And then I follow the lightness. And for me, like when I follow the lightness, what, I, what I'm talking about is the awareness that that gives me. And for some of you, maybe you're brand new to this stuff. Your awareness is different. How you read your awareness is different than how I read my awareness. So we often talk about it being from the light and the heavy. Now, you might not get an awareness light and heavy. You might have more of what I call a knowing. So you actually know before you ask the question, like your knowing is so quick. So you just want to be aware of that. If you're not getting a clear yes or no or a clear, sorry, light or heavy, then what do you know? Take a moment, look at what you're looking at choosing, and what do you know? Like, what do you know? Not what would you like it to be, because we can, of course, override our awareness, but what do you know? Yeah. And when we follow the lightness, we never know exactly what it will turn out like. In fact, it never shows up the way that we think it will. 
And I have a story about that. Uh, like years ago, I'm not sure, maybe 20, I think it was 2013, actually, I rented, I leased a space in Lloydminster. It was called the Center of Possibilities. And I, I signed on for a three-year lease. And I got out of that lease in a year and a half. Now, I got out of that lease in a year and a half because pretty much as soon as I created the Center of Possibilities, my international business started to grow. So all of a sudden, I'm not doing classes at the Center of Possibilities every weekend like I thought I would. No, I'm doing classes in Ireland and in Germany and in England and all of these other places. Now, was I wrong to create the Center of Possibilities? No, not at all. In fact, I know that by creating it, it contributed to me growing my business global. Which again, I know sounds crazy, guys. And I just know that. So, like, it always turns out different than what you expect. And really, we don't want to expect. Don't want to have any expectations. But if you're choosing, just making a choice. Like, maybe you're saying, oh... I would like to be, I'd like to be more social. I'd like to have more friends. It's something I hear a lot from people. So, okay. So get on to maybe Groupon and see what's out there. Maybe there's dance classes. Maybe there's painting classes. Maybe there's geography classes. I mean, what lights you up? And instead of going, you know, I'd like more friends, but until I know for sure people, you know, will like me if I go to that event or if I do that or like, no, just go look at your options for when the next time you have some free time and choose one of them. And you can use it, you know, so truth, if I choose to go dancing tonight, will it create the future I desire or decay the future I desire? Like fill it in with whatever one. You can use your awareness to ask those questions. And then choose. And by choosing, let's say, let's say you choose the dance thing and you have to uh, register to go. So let's say you register and an hour beforehand, it's like, huh, what doesn't feel so fun anymore? Or I'm not as excited about it. Now, a couple things you want to check in. Is that resistance? You know, are those just really interesting points of views? Is that even yours? And if it is, like, it's just like, hey, it's just not fun anymore, then okay, so what else could, could I go do? And look at other things. Maybe it's going to the library. Maybe it's going shopping. Maybe it's going to a senior center and, and volunteering or something, like, like where you're actually taking action. You're choosing, you're taking action, and you're listening. So it's not about forcing you, but you're listening. You're like, hey, that that's just doesn't feel yummy anymore. Okay, cool. So what else? What else? Because otherwise, we're sitting in the distraction, we're sitting in the judgment, and we're being super unkind to ourselves about whatever it is. Like, oh, I'd really like more friends, but it's so hard to meet people. And, you know, nobody really gets me. So I don't like, it's just easier to be at home. And like, no, well, yes, (laughs) I mean, if that works for you. Uh, But if you're ready to change it, then what could you be choosing? And, and a couple of the questions that we ask is, you know, what can I add to my life today to change this right away? So that's a yummy question because the more that you're adding, the more that you're going to be all of you. And it's not about adding. It don't mean you have to have a full schedule, but just adding to your life. And what can I be and do different to change this? Because you'll never change it by thinking about it. You'll never change it by focusing on it. You will never change it by judging it. The only thing that will change it will be by being something different than you've been or and doing something different than you've done. And that doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to, you know, figure a bunch of stuff out. It's just like ask the question, what can I be and do different today to change this right away? And I know a lot of times like with with trying different things out and getting awareness from them, a lot of times people, you know, have the point of view that they're they're flighty or they're um, they shouldn't, you know, take that long. Or people say, you know, I don't even know what I want to be when I grow up and, you know, they're 50 years old or whatever. And it's like, what if all of every choice you've ever made has contributed and is contributing to what you're creating now? Because it is. 
if you allow it. So are you willing to allow that all to contribute to you? Like I could look again, I could look at even like the, the registering for the DJ as a, like I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. That was, that was horrible. Um, that's crazy. Cause by registering it for, it gave me the awareness that it wasn't for me or wasn't for me then who knows, maybe in the future, I'll want to be the DJ. I, I really love being the host. So that might just be, you know, where I stay and who knows, but like, it's that, or I could look at the center of possibilities and look at it from the, the logical sense of the amount of money it cost me to redo it. And you know, all of that and go into that judgment, or I could say, wow, look at what it created. Like, look at what that created, because I'm so aware of what that created. And I actually believe there's a whole show about that. I think it's um, what investment are you willing to lose or something where I talk a lot about the, the center possibilities and stuff. But really, it's like if we if we judge what we've chosen in the past and aren't choosing anymore, or I guess judge anything really, but if you're judging that, then you're limiting what were the receiving that's possible. Everything you've done, every lover that you have has contributed to you becoming more clear of what sort of lover you would like. And if you allow yourself to receive from all of those choices, you'll also have so much more ease in choosing. Because usually what we do is we cho- choose something, it doesn't turn out the way we expected, so then we judge, and it's that judgment of never, like that judgment, and then we don't want to be wrong. We don't ever want to be wrong again. So then we go into that crazy, and it's like, no, no. <laughs> what if you weren't wrong? What if every choice you've ever chose is contributing to you creating your living beyond what you never imagined possible. Yeah, if you allow it, if you allow it. So it really is about you looking at all the choices you've made and not making yourself wrong for them. You're not wrong. They contributed. In some way, they contributed. Now, maybe they contributed so you never chose that again. Or maybe they contributed so that you continue choosing that again, whatever it is. But like everything is contributing if you're allowing it. And then choice will become so much more ease. And the awareness around the choices will become so much more ease because you won't be uh, filtering your choices through all of those past judgments. Now, other people might have different points of views. Like, let's say you had an investor in your business and you spent a bunch of money on some equipment and then you, once you got the equipment, it just wasn't yummy to use it. Then there is another factor that you need to bring in here. And it's not from fighting or anything, but it's about really just receiving it. And what can they hear? They might not be able to hear. It just doesn't feel light to use it anymore. That might not create more. So what could they hear? And how can you say it to them? And are you willing to drop the barriers so you receive their judgment too? Yeah, so we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that even more. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes? 
possibilities and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we're talking all about how to always know what you would like. And, I mean, maybe you know me well enough that when you read that title, you knew, you knew I wasn't going to be giving you the answer. I wasn't going to be saying, all you have to do is, you know, dance naked around a fire pit three times and sacrifice your favorite sweater and you will always know what you would like. No, no, not that. However, it really is quite ease because you get to choose and you get to receive the awareness and then you get to choose again and then you get to receive the awareness and it's constantly changing. And so when we ended the last segment, I was talking about the judgment from other people. You know, so you're choosing, you're changing. Uh, some p- other people might not like that. They might think that you should just make one decision and stick with it. And yeah, you know what? There's going to be people that have that point of view. And if you didn't have a point of view that they shouldn't have that point of view, how much more could you receive? And how much more could you create? And then you just say to them whatever it is that they can hear. You might even need to say, yeah, you know what, you're right. Yeah, I I totally messed that up. Knowing that you didn't, but knowing that they couldn't hear anything else. Because otherwise, if you choose something and they don't agree with it, you have to defend your choice. And the minute you start defending is the minute that you're powerless. Because if somebody is telling you, you know, that you're wrong, (laughs) and you go, no, 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 I'm right, it's a big fight, no matter what. But if they say you're wrong, and you say, yeah, you know what, I totally am, I'm sorry. What could I do for the damage I created? It's a totally different energy. There's nothing to fight against. And the problem with that, and it's another tool from Access Consciousness, the problem with that tool is that every one of us have always felt wrong, like wrong right to the core. And we've never wanted anybody to know that because we we feel like it's our, or we treat it like it's our biggest secret. So we pretend we don't have that. We pretend we're always right and we know what we're doing on this planet. And then when anybody gives us a bit of that energy, like that we're wrong, we fight it tooth and nail because we want to keep our secret hidden. And the biggest lie of all is that it's true in the first place. You're not wrong. You've never been wrong. So if it takes pretending that you're wrong to somebody to diffuse the situation? (sighs) How much more space can that be? Because what occurs in that situation is when you don't defend, it gives that person the choice to be present. Whereas the minute you go into defending, they're not present and you're not present. And it's just a big fight and it's a bunch of drama trauma. And it's great entertainment if that's what you're looking for. But if you're truly desiring to change something, it may be the tool of, hey, you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. What can I do to make up for the damage? And allow that and know 
at the very core of your being, you are not wrong and you have never been wrong and you will never be wrong. And they might need to hear that so that you guys can move forward with whatever it is you're creating. Because changing your mind and choosing something different and choosing again and choosing again, that's just that's just a choice. It's not wrong. And yes, there are people who can choose one thing and stick with it until they die. And that's cool. That is really cool too for them. So it's just knowing for you that to know what you would like, and that will always change. That will always change. There was probably things you didn't like as a kid you like now. I mean, I didn't like Brussels sprouts as a kid. Now I eat them probably three times a week. I love them so much. And so it changes. Everything changes as long as you're willing to follow that. As long as you're willing to follow the lightness, ask the questions about anything. You know, and a big one for people is the whole, uh, you know, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up, so many people say. And, And it's like, there is no knowing of it in that sense. Like, yes, you can know, you can have, you know, you, you know what you liked. Or like, I knew that I wanted to go to psychiatric nursing. And I would have back then even had the conclusion it was to be a psychiatric nurse. And ultimately, I actually never really worked in that capacity in the kind of the traditional psychiatric nursing. I started out actually working for people with disabilities. And I did do some home care and that sort of stuff. Again, I didn't love it. So... I didn't love it long enough to say, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm done here. And that's the other thing is like so many people have had so many jobs in their life and they go to the wrongness of them for that. Or maybe you've taken your resume into somewhere and been told you're wrong or gotten the look. And it's like, that's not wrong either. We tend to get bored quite quickly. We tend to go in and master something very quickly. I mean, that taco time that I was telling you guys about that I worked at from, um, you know, when I was 17 for a year, that is, I, they wanted to put me in a management. They, I, they actually wanted to put me a manager of that, sh- of that shop within, I think, six months of me being there. And that at 17 years old to manage a taco time, I mean, that was a pretty big deal back then. Maybe not so much a big deal anymore. I'm not sure, but... That was just that, like, and and I said no, because I knew I was going on to psychiatric nursing. By then I had been, uh, I'd got my acceptance letter and stuff. So I said no. And it's just like, that's what we do. We go into somewhere and we, we learn it really quickly. We excel at it. And then if we're willing to follow the energy, we stop doing it when, when it's boring. If we're not, we wait until we're bored and then get fired because we create something because we're so bored. So, you know, if you're looking at your past, your work history, what if that's not wrong either? I I look at, again, psychiatric nursing. I mean, so much of what I learned in psychiatric nursing, I continued to use in my business and still continue to use in my business. And how does it get any better than that? So... If you're looking at what you can, you know, to choose something and you want to know what to choose, what if you just ask? What if you look at all the possibilities? You know, or maybe you've got a business and you're not sure if you want to offer, um, you know, bar sessions or Reiki sessions or uh, whatever other sessions, reflexology sessions, and and. You could just ask. And of course, you could offer all of them. And that's the other thing is, you know, if you've ever went to a restaurant and they had a really big menu and you're like, oh, my God, this is too hard. Why can't they just have four things on the menu? This would be so much easier. And that's the other thing is we overwhelm ourselves with the choice instead of looking at, okay, there are going to be some things that light you up more than others. You know, for me, if I was going to go take an evening class, um, probably something in mechanics, it, it, it's just not going to have the same energy as, say, maybe some uh, some sort of a craft or some sort of, I don't know, if there's a wine drinking evening or something. So it'll be different. So you can already start to narrow it down a bit in that sense. And then, of course, you might want to try the things you resist to. Maybe me taking a mechanics course would be really fun. Like, so like, what what if you can have it all? What if you can be and do it all? And what if you can actually create what you would like to create? 
with total ease and joy and glory? And what if you can create what you'd like to create without knowing exactly what it is you're creating? (laughs) Right? What if you don't have to know exactly what it is? I mean, how much more space would that give you? Again, I look at my business. Like, I did not know in 2002 when I started my business that I would be traveling the world facilitating classes. That wasn't even on my radar. If you would have told me then, here's, here's a choice, you know, that you, you could make, travel the world teaching classes, I'd have been like, that's the craziest thing anybody's ever said to me. Like, that's ridiculous. So what if you just keep following the energy? And that to me, you know, again, I did uh, Law of Attraction. I studied Law of Attraction for years and I did. I was very good at it. I was very, it was very, um, I, I was going to say easy, but that's not the correct term. Uh, I could, I could actualize things that I put on my uh, vision board. I could do all that quite, uh, quite quickly, but there was always an emptiness to it. And, and that, that was tough for me because it was like, no, I, like, I put, you know, say six months into to actualizing this. And then when I received it, it was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> and I always felt like I was ungrateful. I mean, I had so much judgment towards myself about it. But ultimately, it's because there was this judgment about what it was to, to, to like, in terms of like, If I create that, then it means this about me. And then when I have it, this will occur. You know, there was all this answer and conclusion wrapped up in it. And so then when it showed up and it was none of those things, which now just following the energy, following the lightness, that's when things show up beyond what I never imagined possible. And that's the energy that I just get so excited about, uh, Again, from my experience, I, I've been able to create different things along the way that I thought I would have told you that I knew I wanted. And when I received them, it was like, no, and not bad or just different. And now when things show up as if by magic, that is the actual energy that I that I love, that I'm asking for, like that. And I don't have to figure out how it shows up. I don't have to know. I can just ask for that energy, like that energy, more of that as if by magic, more of that like, oh my gosh. And it was so cool last week, uh, Hubby and I were talking about our upcoming trip. So we are heading off to Sweden and I will be facilitating a one day exponentializing your capacities with energies class on May 8th and then May 9th to 12th, I'm gonna facilitate foundation in Helmstead, Sweden. So if you're in the area, come on over, would love to have you. Uh, So we were talking about that trip and he said, you know, I would love to go to Switzerland. That is one country I would love to go to. And I said, oh yeah, me too. I've seen so many beautiful pictures. And then the next day I got an invite from sweet Christine to come to Switzerland to facilitate foundation. Yeah. Like, as if by magic. Like, just saying it out loud, just having that energy, just desiring it, and creating it. That's the energy. So, I will be in Zurich, Switzerland, uh, on September, uh, uh, gosh, 12th. We'll start Foundation, uh, and it's four days. And Bars, we are going to, I'm going to co-facilitate with Christine on the 11th. So come on over there if you're in that area or can fly in. Would love to have you join us. I'm so excited. And I have so many foundations on the books, guys. I am, I am just thrilled because it truly is one of my, I would say probably one of my favorite classes to facilitate because there's so much change for people so quickly so quickly. I just finished facilitating here and uh, on the new manual. Oh my gosh, it is, it is so magic. And what was so interesting is this one gal and she just kept saying like, whoa, wow, whoa. You know, there were so many awarenesses with it. And it was just, it was just, 
incredible. So I've got another bars and foundation in Sitka, Alaska, starting July 26th. And then of course, the pool party bars and foundation starting August 1st here at our acreage. And then I'm going to co-facilitate bars in Lloydminster with Carrie on October 3rd. And then we will do foundation starting the 4th. Then Las Vegas, uh, I'm going to co-facilitate bars on October 23rd with Shelly. And then I will facilitate foundation starting the 24th. And then New York City, baby, October 31st for foundation for four days. And just in the works with it for New Zealand in the end of November. So, so much awesomeness. And of course, I've got other classes too. If you're not on my newsletter, jump on there. You can go to gleneesehues.com and get some magical free gifts uh, and join the newsletter at the same time. And then I also, of course, have the Exponentializing Your Capacities with Energies in Ireland, May 18th and 19th. And we just put on the books June 1st and 2nd in Lacklebish, Alberta uh, for how to change anything with ease. And you can join us uh, online for that one too. So, so many different possibilities and all of them showing up as if by magic, all of them. So like really, when you look at having to know what to choose, does that feel fun? Or like, and again, I mean, like I'm talking about knowing from a different energy, like I've got to know what it is before I can choose it. Or what about choosing it to follow the energy to create your magical living beyond what you never imagined possible? Like, isn't that yummier? Isn't that just so much yummier? Yeah, yeah, because what is... What is actually possible that we've never even considered? And I know that we can't really like think about that because you haven't considered it. You can't think about that. But that's the joy of that question. What is actually possible that you've never even considered? Yum. Get the energy of it. That's all you're looking for. You're just looking for the energy of it. What is actually possible that you've never even considered? Yeah, and I'm on the, and I might have shared this in another show, but I'm on uh, Dane's year-long program about be different, stay weird. And that's the question that he gave us in the last Zoom that he did. What is actually possible that you've never even considered? And actually being actualization. Yeah. Yeah, and again, just energy, just just play with that and have fun with that. And next time you look at like knowing something, like I have to know what it is before I can choose, uh, check in. Does that feel fun and light and expansive? Or is there some choosing to be doing to play with it? And then what else can that create? Like every choice you make creates something. Every choice you make creates something. And you don't always have to follow through. So you can choose to go sky jumping and you can not sky jump. You know, you can get up in the airplane and you can be like, no, I'm not jumping out. And you can land like in the airplane. <laughs> like that's how much choice you have. You don't ever have to do it. You can choose it. Get the energy from choosing it and then choose again and choose again and choose again if you're willing to be that different. Because, man, I tell you what, on this planet, there is not a lot of that. There is. It's all about decisions and conclusions and answers instead of choice and change and possibilities and awareness and choice and more choice and more choice. So it's just different. And if you're willing to be that different, I mean, really, if you're willing to be that different, what else is possible? Because that, that's where we all shine is when we're willing to be the difference of us. So on that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back.
live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking all about how to always know what you would like. And yeah, you get it now. I'm pretty sure at this point in the show that it's all about choice. And the thing that I talked about, I think, fairly briefly in the beginning was the figuring it out, like the having to know before you choose is a distraction. And there's so many different ways that we distract ourselves. So many different ways. (laughs) And it's really about starting to acknowledge if if you desire to change it. If you don't, that's totally cool. But if you desire to change it, it really is about looking at Like, where are those places? And I started years ago, I would just ask myself when I was spinning on something, be like, okay, truth, am I distracting myself here? And most times it was a yes. If it wasn't, if I got that I know it wasn't, then there was just more action to take or something else to do or whatever. But probably I would say 90% of the time I was distracting myself. Now, what the heck would we distract ourselves from? Like, that's ridiculous. And there's really no reason or justification for what we choose. You can get a sense maybe for yourself personally of what the value is. So let's say, let's say you've been doing this game of uh, once I know what I want to do, then I'll go do it. Let's say you've been doing that. And now you could look at it and say, okay, what's, what's been the value to me of distracting myself from what I'd like to go and do? So you can get an awareness from it. You don't always have to have the awareness. And sometimes having the awareness creates a lot of change also. So that's a great question to ask if you are really curious as to, okay, what is that? Like, here I am, been 20 years saying, I just, as soon as I know what I'd like to do, I'm going to go do it. You could ask, okay, what's the value? And then it doesn't matter what it is, just clear it. So if you have the value, it's maybe slowed you down or it's ensured that you fit in with your friends or your family, uh, whatever it is, just have the awareness and then destroy and uncreate it, return to sender with consciousness. You can use the clearing statement from access consciousness, or you can use whatever other thing you like to use to clear points of views, but just know it's not solid. Like whatever that comes up for you, it's just a lie. So you're basically just clearing the lie, you're acknowledging it and then clearing it. And then you have more freedom to choose. Because once there's no value on choosing something, you don't choose it anymore. And this is often, you know, if I ask the person in class, you know, what's the value of them choosing the crazy? They'll often, their first response is, oh, there's no value. And then I have to let them know, if there was no value, you wouldn't choose it. 
So it's the honesty with yourself of what the value is and then clear it and then you can choose something different. Then you could look at, okay, what are like the top 20 things that really pop for me that I could go do? And maybe you don't even have 20 or maybe you have 400, like, and maybe you have none whatsoever. Well, then you know what? You just get out the, the book, whatever it is, let's say you, in terms of what you don't want to do, like career-wise, you look at, maybe look at what you already have training in. Start playing there. Let's say you took, you know, um, office admin and you have that and maybe you took hairdressing and maybe you took um, calligraphy. <laughs> and you're looking like, you could start there and maybe none of that feels yummy. Okay, so then what else? Okay, maybe it means retraining. Okay, so go check out what, what does that look like? Where would you go? What Was it a college, university, online? Like just start choosing because every one of those choices will gift you the awareness. They'll gift you the awareness of what you'd like. And then you can choose more of if it's, if it's choosing, if it's that or if it's something totally different. And it's really, you know, my sister said recently, my sister Bobby, she said, you know, it's really not about the destination at all. It's about the journey. And I mean, we know there's quotes about that. There's also, but, and it is, it is, it's never about the end result. Not that the end result isn't fun or you can't receive from it. It's, it's the journey. It's the choosing. It's the magic of what shows up. And even when it's the what you've judged as not magic. <laughs> you know, like let's say you were you were choosing something and it was to, you know, you were desiring to create money from it and maybe it didn't create you any money. That could, that's still magical because it's gifted you the awareness. And the awareness could be it's to change something, it could be for that it's later. I mean the um, the class that we've got coming up in Ireland, the exponentializing your capacities with energies, that class, I created that class, I think it was two or three years ago in Ireland, and we didn't have the interest in it. So we actually changed it really last minute. We changed it to a different class, had a phenomenal class, and never and not until now is there interest in that class. So we were just creating in the future. Now, we could have just, you know, two or three, however many years ago it was, could have went, oh, no, oh, darn, this class, you know, nobody's really interested in it, so I'm wrong, I'm bad, and, and we'll just have to, like, do nothing, and we'll sit here and hope somebody walks in the door. I was like, no, we were seeing the numbers, and we actually had two. We had two different weekends, and we had a class on each weekend, and so we were watching the numbers, and the one was awesome. And the other one, that one, there was nothing, there was no energy on it. So, you know, got to a point where we're asking questions like, okay, it's time to change it. Cool. I wasn't wrong for creating in the future. I was just creating in the future. I do that a lot. <laughs> and so the question with that, you know, if, if that rings true for you in any area, you can ask when you're looking at creating something, truth, is this for now or later? And it's like, even if you create it now and it's for the future, it's just not always as fun. Uh, might be a little bit more fun to create it when, when it's time for it. And there's always another choice. There's always another choice. Yeah. It's why when I book places like venues, Airbnbs, all those sorts of things, I love to know their cancellation policy. Because I'm aware that I could easily be changing whatever the plan is in this 10 seconds. Now, there are places that don't have one. It's like, no, you've, you've booked it, you're paying no matter what. And that's okay too. It's like, okay, I just like to know what they are so then I can choose based on that information also. I still follow the energy. There has been times where I've canceled and I'm going to use air quotes, lost money. And we never lose money because it gifted the awareness. Plus, I have said, universe, hey, could I have that back, please? And the universe will always deliver if you're willing to receive it in whatever way. Now, I mean, it wasn't that the places sent it back to me. It was like, maybe I had an idea for a creation or it came through another creation I already had created. I mean, there's so many different ways that it can come in. 
And it's just this totally different spaciousness of knowing that you can always choose again. Even if this reality would say it's going to cost you or uh, you can't or like, what if anything is possible? If you're willing to know that you can choose again, then you can choose again. Just choose again and then choose again. And I know I probably for some of you, I make it sound really easy. And if you're making it more difficult than choosing again and choosing again, you may want to take a moment and be, be present with that. Because what if it isn't more difficult than just choosing again? Choose, receive the awareness, be willing to receive the judgment of anybody else around you who might have judgment about what you're choosing or that what you chose didn't work out or that you chose and now you're choosing something different. Be willing to receive that, be willing to be wrong in their eyes and then choose again. How much awareness can you receive? And how much can that contribute to you creating a living beyond what you never imagined possible? Yeah. And how much space does that give you? Because then you're not, you're not always looking through filters at your choices. Not from the place of, well, if I choose this, oh my gosh, and I'm, you know, I choose this, I don't know, house to live in, and a house is forever, so mm, I probably won't be able to do stairs when I'm 90, or, you know, all that crazy stuff that's just all really interesting point of views. Although probably for the most part, people don't necessarily do that with houses. Uh, I, I get more like around jobs There's, and maybe not even so much. There used to be a time uh, where once you had a job, you stayed in the job. You never left the job. No matter how much you hated the job, uh, you didn't change it. And, um, and I think now they say you have something like, I don't know, six or eight different careers in your lifetime. Maybe it's even more now. And like, that's our dream come true. <laughs> that is what's natural for us. And I mean, I've had my business for many years, but if you look at the different things I've done in my business, I've had many different businesses within the business for years, for years and years and years. So really, like, what if that difference of you is to celebrate? And what if that can create more? And what if you not knowing how it's going to turn out is actually the magic of you. Whew. Yeah. And imagine how much more you could create if you didn't distract you. And I wonder how much the value for many people is, and myself included, is to distract so that we don't create all that because how different would we be if we created everything that we could create? Yeah, how much more would we not fit in? <laughs> right? I mean, we've just made it so significant that somehow if we fit in, that means something about us and that we're okay and we're not wrong if we fit in, then that, you know, that's that thing that we've decided is so real about us about how wrong we are wouldn't be true because we fit in and if we fit in we can't be wrong and oh my gosh I mean there's just so much ridiculous around it instead of just being like hey here I am <laughs> like me love me hate me whatever I'm here I'm choosing I'm creating what I would like to create and not actually base it on anything with regards to this reality in terms of if other people like it or they think it's good or you should do it or you shouldn't or like all of that just allowing yourself to never choose distraction ever again in like in those ways there might be other ways I mean I watch Netflix that's a to me that's a form of distraction I use Facebook that's a form of distraction it's just so when we're using it what are we doing? Like, is it from a level of awareness? Is it aware of, uh, uh, from like blocking awareness or trying to shut down? Like, where is it that we're choosing it from? And just to acknowledge it for you, neither way is right or wrong, but just acknowledge it. Like, hey, cool, I'm distracting myself right now. 
or wow, I really appreciate this distraction, or when we're doing it, we don't, we're not even, we're not even present with what is. All right, so let's look at, now you're not going to distract yourself as much with this. Now you're going to be willing to ask questions and to uh, choose following the lightness. And it's like, what would you like to create? Now, that question alone can bring up a lot for people because Glenice, you just spent the whole show telling me I don't have to know. And what if, what would you like to create can be an energetic ask. Now, no, I mean, still ask the question, but like the, what would you like to create? So right now, be present, like really, really present. Yeah, in this 10 seconds, what would you like to create? Yeah, and there's an energy there for each one of us. It's different for each one of us, and there's an energy there. And then it's that, it's that, in this 10 seconds, it's that energy, okay. So then there might be an action involved. Maybe you got this really like yummy, expansive, delicious, energizing energy that came up for you. Then it might be like, hey, maybe you want to go for a walk outside or you want to go maybe have, you know, yummy sex with a lover or something that matches that energy where you're looking at from every 10 seconds what you'd like to create and following that and you might say oh yeah I'd really love yummy sex with a lover okay and you text them and then maybe they're busy or maybe once you text them and you arrange it it's like oh no not not so much anymore and then you're willing to change it and then okay so what would I like to create and you follow that energy and you follow that energy and you might not do it every 10 seconds okay like let's be real here that might be a bit much you might only do that once an hour to start with maybe even once a day to start with but get that muscle going, like start growing that muscle so that you're actually doing it from as often as you can, like every 10 seconds as often as possible so that you are truly creating in the moment from that place of aggressive presence. And when you're doing it every 10 seconds, you will be so much more aware of changing it if it's required, adding something if it's required, uh, continuing with it if it's required, like there's, there's a different space. And then that level of presence will also gift you the awareness. It'll make it so much more ease for you. Now there will be times when you ask the question, what, what would I like to create, that you actually have an awareness, you have words for it. In those cases, ask for that then. And of course, you can ask for that energy too. You know, if you get that yummy, delicious, orgasmic, you know, spacious energy, ask for that. But then the ones that actually have words, ask for that. And what you're starting to do then is you're retraining your brain to go from kind of all of the drama trauma or all of the stuff that isn't working or all the stuff you'd like different and all that into, what would I like here? Oh, I'd like have... Um, you know, an additional $10,000 a month, or I would like to have, uh, you know, yummy lovers in every city that I travel to or whatever it is. So you start asking for those things. And then let's say you create that you start asking yummy lovers in every city you travel. And then you, you know, maybe spend a few months doing that. And it's like, man, this just doesn't work. Then you change it again, right? So even the things you have specific asks for, you may find in your asking and receiving of them, you find that that isn't actually what you would like. So then you change it again and you change it again. And it's just this, I kind of want to call it a game, but that doesn't have quite the energy like this, this playfulness, I guess, this playfulness of creation every 10 seconds and like yeah that that and what could you create from that energy yeah and what else could you create from that energy like get a sense of like something that's really solid in your world right now maybe it's finances or your body or a certain relationship or something like something really solid now bring that energy to it like that playfulness that choosing every 10 seconds that changing what doesn't require, like not that I'm not asking to figure it out, but just add that energy to it. Yeah, it just lightens it up. 
because it's not significant. When you're choosing every 10 seconds, when you're in that playfulness, it's not significant, which really is how you want to choose every choice in your life is not from the place of significance, really from the place of insignificance. Because there's a lot of choices right now that you may have in front of you that you are lying to yourself are really significant. But if you ask yourself on your deathbed, you probably won't remember most of them. So everything is insignificant. The more insignificant that you can have it be, the more ease it will be to choose. And the more ease it will be to change it if that's the awareness you get. So... Time to say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for making The Glenise Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.